Good morning, everybody. We've got a mostly higher trade in the grain markets on Monday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, December corn futures up one and a half at 3.70. November soybeans up three and three quarters at 9.99 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up one at 5.43. December Kansas City wheat up one and three quarters at 4.73. December spring wheat up one and a half at 5.33 and three quarters. USDA reduced its forecast for both U.S. corn and soybean production on Friday. The national corn yield was pegged at 178.5 bushels per acre. That would be down from 181.8 last month. Total corn production, 14.9 billion, down from about 15.3 last month. National soybean yield pegged at 51.9, down from 53.3 last month. Total soybean production at 4.313 billion bushels, down from 4.425 billion last month. When you look at the report and you look at what was uh, ultimately printed versus what was expected, I don't know that there were any major surprises here. Uh, the corn yield, uh, pretty close to expectations. Soybean yield, pretty close to expectations. Carry out numbers for both corn and soybeans, pretty close to expectations. So at face value here on the U.S. balance sheets, you really don't have anything that's surprising. Now, the one item that stuck out to me is that USDA did not change its forecast for soybean exports. And I think that that is probably an item that's kind of suspect to some traders. There's probably some traders who look at the balance sheet and say, you know what, that soybean number should have come up and it didn't. So really this 460 million bushel carryout that's being projected, um, that may be a number that that a lot of people ultimately believe will come down in the future. Maybe it ultimately comes down to say 400 million if you believe that, that these exports ultimately turn into shipments. China makes good on all this stuff. So that would be one of the items that stuck out to me. Uh, USDA reduced some of its demand projections uh, for corn, uh, feed demand and ethanol demand both reduced. And then we saw a bump higher in exports. So, I mean, grand scheme of things, no major surprises here, but the markets handled this uh, very, very well. Fund traders continue to build what I would call a massive net long position in the soybean market. Funds added another 14,000 contracts to their net long in the week ending last Tuesday. Private groups are estimating that funds are net long or, or were net long 194,000 contracts of beans at Friday's close. The record net long for perspective was about 241,000 from back in May of 2012. So you are approaching a, a, a scenario here where funds are toward the extreme side of, of the the spectrum in terms of length. Uh, funds were net buyers of 16,000 contracts of corn on the week. Um, this is the second week in, in the last 12 months, essentially, that funds have been long corn. Private groups estimated that funds added to that new net long late in the week and that funds are now net long about 46,000 contracts of corn as of Friday's close. Uh, funds were net sellers about 10,000 contracts of SRW wheat, but still long a little bit uh, in that market. President Trump said on Twitter on Saturday that his administration will allow E15 ethanol blends to be sold using existing E10 infrastructure. Trump said on Twitter, subject only to state approval, our import ethanol, important ethanol industry will be allowed to use 10% pumps for the 15% blend. Thank you. Um, So I guess this is going to be left up to the states. A lot of people are going to look at this and say, you know what, this is a political move ahead of the election. But in any case, I suppose if it comes to fruition, uh, it would be positive for the corn market and for ethanol. China's government raised its forecast for corn imports. Uh, They they went from 6 million up to 7 million for old crop, uh, 5 million up to 7 million for new crop. Interestingly enough, China's already booked 9 million metric tons of U.S. corn. So they've already booked more U.S. corn than they're anticipating, I think, for the entire country for the new crop marketing. 
seniors. So uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens here, I guess. China has banned German pork imports following an African swine fever case. Uh, we knew about the African swine fever case last week. I think a lot of people probably assumed that Germany would, or, or that J- uh, China rather, would go ahead and ban imports from Germany. And this is kind of a big deal because Germany had accounted for 14% of total Chinese pork imports. They're the third largest um, uh, seller of pork to China behind the U.S. and Spain. Um, so that the hog market was limited up for a couple of days last week, uh, probably at, at least partially attributed to that. Wheat prices in the Ukraine continue to rise on uh, the export market. They've got a late planting uh, scenario there. Uh, they've got drought across a lot of the country, which is delayed winter wheat planting. And uh, that certainly... Uh, is an issue. Cattle market finished just marginally higher on Friday. Um, the uh, cash market kind of deteriorated a little bit. Most of the cash trade bulk of it at, at 101 last week. So we'll see if we can improve on that. This hog market, tons of volatility. It looks like we could open, I don't know, mixed to maybe slightly lower, but uh, it's, it's hard to tell this early. How did the cash open? The stock market strong. The Dow's up 240 points. S&P's up about 40. Uh, bonds are up just a little bit. U.S. dollars a little bit lower. Crude oil is down 40 cents, 36.93. Gold's up 15 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan. If you'd like some assistance with your grain marketing, you'd like to know when, how, and specifically, I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Check out that deal, 49 bucks a month. Cancel it at any time. Everyone have a great week. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.